Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about what are you beholding? So recently I was battling unforgiveness. So for those of you who are more sensitive, you probably understand what I mean by battling unforgiveness, right? When it's really hard for you just to get over it. And sometimes, you know, for me, um, whenever I am, you know, annoyed at something or hurt from something, it's so hard for me just get get rid of it you know to get over it even though i want to get over it and so you know recently um i've just been battling a lot of unforgiveness and hurt and i remember just praying to god and telling him lord i want to forgive but why can't i forgive right like i know holding on to unforgiveness is toxic it does nothing good to you but i just didn't know how to get rid of it and in that moment god told me gabby you're harboring unforgiveness because you are beholding your anger Behold me and you will find rest. And when the Holy Spirit spoke that to my heart, it was so eye-opening to me. I finally realized that's the reason why I'm battling unforgiveness because I'm constantly beholding my anger, right? I'm repeating the pain, repeating the thoughts that happened to me. As long as I chose to think about those thoughts that were painful and hurtful, of course I'm gonna be angry. Of course I'm gonna be living in bitterness, right? And so the important thing that God reminded me in that moment was that we are what we behold. Right? If we want to look like Jesus, then we must behold Jesus. And this was just so eye-opening to me. I know it sounds such like a simple principle, but it's something that you do forget when you're in the moment. And so in that moment, the Holy Spirit was reminding me of Philippians 4, 8 to 9, where Paul reminds us, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. Right? So the key to have the peace of God is to think and behold Jesus, right? To think praiseworthy thoughts, right? To think pure thoughts. And, you know, it's funny because right before this verse in Philippians 4, Paul also says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, bring your request to God. Right, and so before Paul even talks about finally, you know, think praiseworthy thoughts, he also tells us to not be anxious about anything. And so the key to also not to be able, and so the key to be able to live anxiety free is to also behold Jesus, right? To think praiseworthy thoughts. And how do we think of praiseworthy thoughts? When we behold him, when we focus on his goodness, when we focus on who he is, his love towards us. It's so important because if we continue to behold our anxiety, we are obviously going to be anxious, right? And this this is such a simple principle, but it does take a lot of intentionality. We have to choose the thoughts that we choose to think, right? We need to choose to think praiseworthy thoughts. And the moment that negative thoughts come, the moment when annoyance starts to arise, we have to make sure we don't tolerate that, right? Because annoyance is not the peace of God. And God calls us in Colossians 3, he says, let the peace of God rule in your heart, right? In order for us to allow God's peace to rule in our heart, we need to make sure that we're beholding our lover who is Jesus. Because if we want to be able to walk in patience, walk in kindness, 
It's going to require us to behold Jesus. God's been speaking a lot to me this past couple weeks in Colossians 3, 12 to 14. It says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And so like I said, I struggle a lot with unforgiveness, but God is reminding me that in order for me to even forgive, I must first love, right? Love. And in order for me to love, I have to behold he who loves me, right? Because scripture says we love because he first loved us. And so we can't pour out love into others unless we all we receive love from the Lord. It's hard to pour out something to someone or to give out something to someone that you don't have. And so here, as I was reading Colossians 3, God is reminding you know me, right? Like we are called as the elect of God, as children of God, to be kind, to be meek, to be humble, to be long-suffering. And it's not easy. We can't do that out of the strength of our flesh. Like knowledge alone isn't enough. We can know what we're called to do, but if we are not abiding in Jesus, if we're not operating from his power, we can't live out the, and be like Jesus, right? So it requires us to abide in him, like what John 15 says, abide in me and you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So it's so important that we are abiding and beholding Jesus so that we can live out Christ, so that we can be long-suffering, so that we can forgive those who hurt us, so that we can live anxiety-free. And continuing reading into Colossians 3, right after verse 14, verse 15, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. Okay, so after we put on love, which binds all these things, we have to allow the peace of God to rule in our hearts. And how do we allow God's peace to rule in our hearts? By choosing, right? Number one, by choosing love, by choosing to behold the Lord. Because as we behold the Lord, we can then forgive, right? It's not coincidence that here in Colossians 3, it says bear with one another and forgive one another. Because if we aren't willing to forgive others, we can't allow God's peace to rule in our hearts, right? And that's something that God was showing me because I've been praying like, Lord, help me to be a peacemaker. Help me to create an atmosphere of peace. And God was showing me, as long as I harbor unforgiveness, I cannot create an atmosphere of peace, right? God's peace cannot rule in our hearts if we have anxiety, if we have anger, if we have bitterness, if we have unforgiveness. Like all those things have to be addressed. So I wanna encourage you, if you're listening right now and you're battling with those, with those thoughts, with those feelings in your heart, bring it to God. Don't let it extend another day, right? The enemy wants us to continue living each day with these feelings, but it's gonna only lead us into into worse and worse circumstances, right? We're, we're falling into sin again and again. It's only gonna take us deeper and just further away from the Lord, right? And so we wanna make sure that these matters that are addressed, that we bring it up to God, that we ask God, God, help me to behold you. Lord, Holy Spirit, speak to me, right? Even in your times alone with Jesus, don't be afraid to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you, right? As you open up scripture, but even in prayer, invite the Holy Spirit in to guide you into your prayer times to lead you into truth, to feed you the very thing that you need for today. I always pray John 16, 13, for when the spirit of truth comes, he will tell you what he hears. He does not speak on his own, but only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. I always pray that verse before I spend time with the Lord and I just invite the Holy Spirit to speak to me, to bring revelation, right? Because we come to Jesus to love on him, to spend time with him, but also to leave transformed. 
And that's what the Holy Spirit is here for us, is to transform us, is to soften our hearts so that we can leave looking more like Jesus. And beholding Him, guys, is so important, right? Ask yourself, what have I been beholding? Have I been beholding this unforgiveness? Have I been beholding bitterness? Because if that's the case, it's time that we behold Jesus so that we can be like Him, that His love can become our love, that His peace becomes our peace. In John 5, 19, Jesus says, that I only do what I see the Father doing. So this is so important, right? Beholding Jesus literally is what the word says. To behold something is to gaze upon it. And so throughout our days, we have to practice beholding the Lord, acknowledging his presence. It's as simple as that. Jesus promises that he lives with us, that he's always with us. So we don't have to be at church. We don't have to be listening to a sermon, you know, to, to behold the Lord. We just need to actively choose to behold him, right? Beholding him seeing what the Father is doing, keeping our eyes on Him. And even recently, you know, the Lord had to remind me and He told me, stop beholding your marriage, stop beholding your child, stop beholding your worries, simply behold me because I am the one who holds all things together. You know, and I find myself constantly always, you know, getting tempted to worry, to worry. And it's because I'm beholding the things that I worry about. But as I behold Jesus, I'm reminded I don't have to live in worry because I know God that you are a miracle working God, that you are a God for us, that you are our shepherd, right? Don't behold your fears, but behold Jesus because as you behold him and his word, even meditating in his word, that's beholding Jesus because John tells us in John 1 that he is the word made in flesh. So as we behold scripture, we're also beholding him. So we have to make the choice to, to speak and recite, right? To meditate is to murmur, to recite his word, to say, I choose to behold you, Jesus, over my fears, over the things that I'm worried about. I love Psalm 27, 4. It says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord. Right? Like, make that your prayer. Jesus, I pray that every single day I would just behold you and your beauty. Right? Because peace comes in the presence of God. And the presence of God is with us, but we just have to be sensitive enough to acknowledge it. Right, to acknowledge Him, that He's right by us, that He's right within our hearts. Make that your prayer that every single day, every moment, you would behold the beauty of the Lord because as you're beholding Jesus, those other things will not affect you, right? They, they, won't, they won't even touch you or distract you because you're so fixated in the Lord. And that's why we have to remind ourselves, God, help me, Lord, to be so fixated on you, on you and you alone. Right, fix your eyes on Jesus, on his beauty. Because as long as you're so captivated by him, other things won't even be able to distract you because all your attention is on him. And that's the key, guys. No matter what you're battling, it doesn't have to be in forgiveness. It could be like what I mentioned before. Anxiety, you know, worries or anger or even lust, whatever it may be. As you're beholding the Lord, those things flee. You know, God is a jealous God. I love Exodus 34, 14. God says, do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. And you know, I love that the Lord is jealous because I believe that God is jealous because, you know, number one, he wants our love. But number two, he knows that if he is not the center focus in our lives, right? If we're putting other things above God, there's no way that God can be first, right? Like we can't have any other lovers. We can't say we love Jesus, but then we have something else that we're loving above him. And so remember that, you know, put God first, seek him, 
He wants her attention and love, but he also knows that when our attention is not on God, our life becomes chaotic. But that's that's the reason why like I know when I'm living in worry, it's because I haven't been beholding the Lord. I can spend time with God in the morning, but if the rest of the day I'm tolerating fear and worry, it doesn't matter that I spent time with Jesus in the morning. Right? Like, of course, it's important to put him first. We have to make sure that we're beholding, that we're abiding, that we are continually living as one with him throughout the day. And that's the challenge because we live in this world that is prying for our attention. That, you know, many times, you know, you might just have that that um, that friend, that family member, that coworker that just knows how to annoy you. In those moments, you have to fight through that pain by just choosing to behold the Lord. You know, even taking steps back and just being like, I need two minutes to step aside and just be with the Lord, acknowledge Him, focus on Him so that you can come back and be like Him. Whatever you have to do, just be willing to take those moments to center your attention back to the Lord. Right, praying, Jesus, help me to fix my eyes on you in you alone. And so, you know, I pray that you've been encouraged by this, you know, and I pray too that you would continue to ask the Holy Spirit to help you in those moments to abide. You know, even if it means, you know, you having to intentionally every hour, you know, have a, have some kind of reminder on your phone, you know, where, you know, for one or two minutes, you take time to just behold the Lord. Whatever it takes, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and what you need to do in order to effectively abide in Jesus. So I want to pray with you right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening. I pray, God, that you would just remind them, Lord, of your beauty, God. Lord, that you would remind them and show them, God, how much, Lord, your presence is to us, Lord, that it brings us joy and peace, God. Lord, that apart from you, Lord, we truly we truly can't experience the joys of life, God. As much as we can, you know, get on those getaways, you know, or take those breaks, Lord, nothing compares to dwelling in your presence, God. Remind us, Lord, of how beautiful your presence is. God, help us to be like Mary, Lord, in the Bible, God, where Mary chose to sit at your feet and listen to you. God, remind us of how soothing your voice is. I, I just feel like those, you know, who are listening, like some of you have forgotten the beauty of the Lord. But I pray that in this moment that there would be a fire for you to go back and seek the Lord, to open the door when he, when he knocks at the door of your heart that you would be reminded of how beautiful his presence is and that you would stay in that place, that you would learn to behold him so that you could become him, that you could become like Jesus and truly experience the blessings and promises that he says. Jesus promises to give us life to the fullest. He promises that joy, that he has joy to give us, that he has strength to give us, that he has peace to give us. But it's in those moments where we have to remember in order to get those promises, we have to behold the Lord. So God, I pray that you would teach us how to behold you effectively each and every day. I pray, Lord, that your love would heal those, God, who need healing in hearts, Lord, that have, have gone through unforgiveness and pain and hurt, Lord. That you, God, as they spend time with you, Lord, that you would heal their hearts to a place where they can gladly forgive, God. So we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this message and if you have don't forget to share this you never know who needs this message or maybe god is putting someone specifically in your heart so feel free to share this message to them and prayfully also consider partnering and giving towards our ministry like i've said you know in our previous videos and podcasts we are definitely in need um, of just financial support you know we're working on growing and expanding our team and so please prayfully consider supporting this ministry you know, the things that you listen to, the posts that you see, all of that takes, you know, time and resources. 
And so by you giving and partnering, you get to continue the vision that God is giving us to help others see him real in everyday life. So you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So God bless you and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.